0: The Rituals, written and performed by author Caitlin Costello. Chapter 28. Lyra. The murmured voices of Philippe and Paulo fade as Lyra moves down the mountain closer to the stone building hidden at the bottom of the hill. One of the large windows lets out the soft golden light of candles onto the ground outside, illuminating her path through the trees as she draws near to it. Lyra kneels in front of the large oak door and gives it four sharp knocks. She then bends her head and laces her fingers in her lap and waits for the door to open. She does not move when she hears the soft pad of the elf to the door, or when his shadow falls on her as he looks out at her through the window nor does she move when the door creaks open these people are all about tradition and ritual should you break it they would not be as willing to help you rise my child lyra stands but keeps her head and eyes down why have you come to me my child my friend is gravely ill she has been poisoned by the hand of darkness i fear for her how did this come to be she was kidnapped and during our rescue she was poisoned The elf pauses, mulling over this information. Why was she kidnapped? Lyra slowly looks up at him, exposing the soft yellow spirals on her skin. Because she is like me. We are the Frituals. She is the Aka Fritual. My child, where is your friend? He gasps. Why did you not bring her straight here? Lyra looks back down. Because she is human. I didn't want her and my companions to use up the energy if you cannot help her. But you and your home were the closest that could save her. The elf pauses, and a shadow falls over his face. The girl is still on the mountain. I came down alone. My friends do not know where I have gone. I beg of you to help her. Is not having the name of a fritual bestowed upon you not legitimizing? Does this not mean she has the honor of our people? Again, the man pauses. Do we know her ancestry? As you say, she has been blessed with the name of Frituel. But I must ask as a healer, for some of our methods would not work on the child of man. Doesn't take long for Lyra to form an answer. No, there's not been a moment to talk about home and what it is like before or what the future holds. Then we will go forward with caution. We will test the waters carefully. Fetch your friend. You've spoken with confidence and wisdom. You've done well by your title of ritual. Lyra bows deeply until her braid falls over her shoulder. Thank you so much for your kindness and giving spirit. I will be back with my friend in a short time. Again, many, many thanks. Lyra turns and speeds through the night back to her friends, praying she wouldn't be too late. Chapter 29. Philippe. I will guide you down the mountain now, Lyra says, after gently lifting Shauna up on a pillow of air. Paula looks over at her. How did you learn about this place, Lyra? Lyra pauses, staring hard into the woods in front of her. Shauna drops a few inches as Lyra's concentration is broken. Memories crash through her mind in waves. I... It's hard. It was my family. My brother brought me here. He was sick too. The words stutter from her lips. Paulo puts a hand on her shoulder. Please, I understand. She takes a deep, calming breath. No, I should tell my story. It might help me. I have been alone for a long time. Maybe once we get settled. She turns to Philippe. Do you happen to know if Shauna has any elven in her? Her father or her mother? Philippe laughs. Her father is most definitely not elven. But her mother might have had some elven blood. She was an elegant woman. She had the elven look but in a way that some would call flawed. How was she flawed? Lyra asks. Well, where your skin is clear, hers had a slight splash of freckles across her nose. Her hair was like Shauna's, pale gold, but it had a bit more of a brassy tone to it. I see, says Paulo. She had the beauty of our race, but the softer beauty of man. Yes, she was a beautiful woman. Why do you ask? Lyra pauses while she guides the trio around a tree and some brambles. Some of the methods our people use are very dangerous for the race of man. The wrong herbs could kill her. Philippe stops short in his tracks. Is this wise? They are our only hope. Come on, we need to hurry. They are expecting her. They walk on in silence, hurrying along, ignoring the tug of branches and brambles that tug at their clothing. Slowly, the lights come into view. Lyra, are we here? Yes, my son, the elder elf says. Philippe bows low, following Lyra's actions. My children... Before I can begin, I must remind you that you must never speak of this place. We are a place of peace and solitude, separate from the rest of the world. I would not want the chaos of the world to taint this place. Philippe and Paulo nod. If I may, sir, Philippe asks. The elf nods. What makes this place so special? Is it some holy ground? The elf pauses in the doorway and looks at the trio, deciding whether or not they are worthy of learning the true significance of this place. The pattern on the faces of the other three prove that they did. He was born here, the one who started all of this. Paulo freezes as he steps over the threshold. You mean Matrin. Matrin was born here. Yes, my son. The elf who is your ancestor, who you derived your powers from, the last of the Frituals, was born in this cottage. He lived here for a time before moving to Cabanaral Lake for his training. He turns to Philippe. Our people are very different. We do not have as many children nearly as often as you. For us, each birth is a special blessing. For some, these places of birth are considered holy. This cottage, in particular, represents so much more than just the birth of one elven child, but one who would start the road to an age of peace between our two races. Philippe bows low. I now understand the full import of this place. Thank you for sharing it with me. He stands and pauses before continuing. Sir, if I may ask one more question, may we know your name? I am Amicus. Now hurry, let's get your friend inside. Amicus put a hand under Shauna's neck and the other behind her knees. He lifts her off the soft cushion of air Lyra had held together and it flies away in a small breeze. Amicus carries Shauna in like she weighs nothing. Philippe takes in the simplicity of the space. It is furnished with thin wooden furniture and a few pillows. The dark wood seems to absorb all of the light from the lanterns placed around the cottage. The soft, muted glow is welcoming, putting Philippe into a sense of safety and causing a level of trust to begin to grow. Amicus, what will you do to help Shauna? Paulo asks. Amicus lays Shauna down on the table in the middle of the room, propping her head up on a pillow. She groans. Don't worry, child. It will stop soon. He turns to the three onlookers after thoroughly examining the black gouge in Shauna's arm. We will start with small infusions of herbs. These should help to dislodge the poisonous matter. Wait, Amicus, do you know what this poison is? Or what it does? Amicus moves to a side table covered in small jars with a myriad of herbs and a mortar and pestle made of a dark stone. He keeps working with his left hand as with his right he checks Shauna's slowing pulse. It causes the blood to clot and solidify in the body. If these are not dissolved soon and we try to move her, or she moves, it could cause her veins to crack and splinter. Any blood that is still managing to flow through would cause internal bleeding. He stops mixing and grabs a small cup. My child, I think that you can still hear me. I have made a drink that should help you. It will taste horrid, and it might bring you some pain, but it is by no means intentional. I just do not know how much of our medicines your body can take. Amicus watches for any sign of response. After a long, drawn-out pause, Shauna's lips part ever so slightly, Shauna's lips part ever so slightly, letting out a low, rattling breath. Okay. The sound is a sigh that tears at Philippe’s heart. All right, my dear. We will now begin. Amicus gently tips the small wooden cup against her lips, depositing the greenish-brown sludge into her mouth. As if in slow motion, her face contorts in disgust as she swallows the ghastly concoction. It will take a few minutes to take effect, and when it does, we will begin chafing her arms and legs to get the blood circulating again. If that does not work, she may have to drink more, or we may have to bleed her. Perhaps that will help to get some of the blockages free. Philippe pauses, his mouth open, ready to speak, but Lyra's words to hold his tongue echo in his mind. Paulo looks like he wants to speak up as well, but he also remains silent. Philippe stares at Shauna lying on this thin table. She is so unkempt compared to what he knows and remembers of her. It's so easy to see her as she had always been. Her hair is frizzy, and chunks are falling out of what had been at one point a neat braid. The linen sheath she had worn under her dress is stained with mud, blood, and sweat. It had only been a few days since they had both jumped in the lake, just a few days since he had given her a ring, just a few days since she had given it back, just a few days since he had put the bright red blister on her arm. She had done so much in the last week. She was strong, stronger than his father thought she was, if only he could see her now. He would have never doubted that she was a powerful woman. Philippe steps closer to her and brushes a few sticky strands away from her dirt-streaked face. The veins he can see on the surface of her skin aren't the soft, muted blue anymore, but a harsh gray-black against her pale skin. Amicus, Philippe whispers. Amicus, would putting her in water make her stronger? He asks, looking at her lips, cracked and flaking. It looks like she is drying from the inside out the black veins outlining where she would crack like porcelain. That might just help, the elf conceded after mulling the thought over in his mind. I will go fill a tub with water. You go and start to try chafing her wrists and ankles. Philippe takes her hand and begins rubbing where her hand met her wrist in small circular motions. Her fingers are stiff and cold. It's very discouraging. It makes it feel like she is already dead. Not already. She isn't going to die. Under his hand, he can feel the skin slowly beginning to warm. She will be okay, Lyra murmurs from down by Shauna's ankle. Philippe nods, but his throat feels too thick to speak. He doesn't want to lose her again, but did you get her back? The little voice says in the back of his mind. He forces the voice away. He doesn't want to listen to him. They would talk about how things were when she woke up. Philippe, stop, Paulo says, pushing Philippe away from Shauna. He's shocked. Why would Paulo shove him away like that? Then he sees his hands. Small flames dance along his fingertips. His eyes jump to Shauna's red, raw skin. The previous burn he had given her on her shoulder was just beginning to fade. Now, she has a matching burn on the other side. I... I just... He splutters. Philippe, Amicus says, following two elves who carried in a bathtub filled with water. Your powers are most strongly linked to your emotions. You must always be wary of them, but at this moment, they can be of some use. I can put a salve on that burn later, but I need your fire now. This water is from the river. Philippe reaches out to touch it, and the water hisses for a moment, but the water winds, and the flames on his fingers are put out and the cold sinks into his skin. You see, I fear that putting her in the cold water will help to solidify her blood. But what if the water was warm? We do not have time to boil each pot individually. I can't control it, Philippe interrupts. I could burn down this whole building. Have you ever tried to focus your power, my son? Well, no, but try. If it fails, we have a whole tub of water here. Philippe shrugs, but still doesn't feel confident at all. Focus on heating just the surface of the water. I will stir. Amicus holds up a large wooden spoon, most likely used to stir big pots of soup. We can circulate the water and then help her. Philippe nods and glances over at Shauna, lying so still on the table. He takes a deep breath and focuses in on one finger, his index finger. He feels the heat flow down his arm, his wrist, into his hand, and into the very tip of his finger. A small flame pops to light, and it grows and grows until his whole hand is a flickering ball of intense heat. He shifts his weight and slips his hand under the surface of the water with a loud sizzle. The flames are put out instantly, but he keeps forcing heat out through his hand into the water until the water starts to stir on its own, tiny bubbles floating away from his hand. Amicus touches the tip of the water with his finger. Perfect, Philippe. Now go rest. You will need it. Philippe feels the weight of the magic fall on him in waves. His body feels like it is the tub with all the water pressing down on his chest. As he slumps down beside the tub, the other three gently lower Shauna into the water. Please let this work, he mutters, before falling into a deep sleep. Hi everyone, I wanted to pop in and let you know, until all the stars are found, my newest book is now available. Click the link in the show notes to see where you can pick up the book today everybody, this is Caitlin Costello, the author and narrator of The Frituals. If you've enjoyed this podcast so far, please leave a review or a rating where you listened. It really helps to get the podcast in front of more people. If you can't possibly wait for another episode of The Frituals, fear not, because the full audiobook is now available. A slew of stores, including Google Play, Apple, High Books, Scribd, Chirp, Kobo, Walmart, Audiobooks.com, And Nook Audiobooks, and it's being added to more stores every single day. It's also available at your local library, so if you request it from your library, they should be able to get it into their system. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. This has been a production of The Frituals, written and performed by Caitlin Costello. Text copyright 2018 to Caitlin Costello, production copyright 2020 Caitlin Costello.